Isaiah chapter 55. Tell somebody that welcome to church. Or tell somebody like you mean it, welcome to church. Yeah, in the house of the Lord there is liberty. Amen. So we are free to worship him. Hallelujah. Ho! Everyone who tests, come to the waters. And you were wondering what the whole was about. Okay, I was reading. <laughs> In case you didn't see it, I was reading. <laughs> you thought I was, I was coming to rap. <laughs> oh, everyone who tests, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come and buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me. Eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear and your soul shall live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you, the sure message of David. Indeed, I have given him as a witness to the people, a leader and a commander for the people. Surely you shall call a nation you do not know, and nations who do not know you shall run to you, because the Lord your God and the Holy One of Israel, because of the Lord your God and the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Seek. The word seek here is radaf, the Lord, while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his ways and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. Here ends the reading of his holy word. He says that seek the Lord whilst he may be found and call upon him while he is near. Hallelujah. So there are conditions. Seek the Lord while he may be found and call upon him while he is near. Which means that there will come a time that he may not be found. And there will come a time that he may not be near. Are you with me? If, they give, if somebody gives you conditions for something, then you know that you have a window of opportunity which you must take advantage of. Because if you don't make good use of that window of opportunity that has been given and the window is closed, then that's it. You cannot do that anymore. I don't know whether you understood. I think I finished the whole sermon. I don't know whether you got it. Seek the Lord whilst he is what? Near and call upon him. You seek the Lord whilst he may be found and call upon him whilst he is near. Hallelujah. It means that there, there comes a time that he may not be found. In Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 1, the Bible says, Remember now your creator in the days of your youth, when the evil day has not yet come, which means that there is a window of opportunity 
to remember. There is a window of opportunity to remember the creator because difficult days will come. And when the difficult days come, even if you wanted to, the Bible says you have no pleasure to even remember him. The reason why older people find it difficult to have a certain love for God is because the difficult days have hit them. And the reason why you and I, as young people, must remember God and seek God is because we are young. Hallelujah. We started uh, two weeks or three weeks ago looking at a guy called Hezekiah. How many remember him? And I said to you that Hezekiah was a young man, 25 years old, that had just come to the throne. Now, Hezekiah was a grandson of King Uziah. You remember King Uziah? In Isaiah chapter 6, Isaiah said that in the day that King Uziah died, I saw the Lord. Now, the thing about King Uziah is that he was a king of Judah, very good guy. But at a point when success came into him and he became, you know, very prosperous and everything, he began to forget about God. You see, it's, it's a very normal tendency with most of us that the more prosperous we become, the more we become busy and we push God aside. The more things begin to work for us and the ends begin to meet. And things, you don't have to fast and pray to pay your, 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 your uh, rent anymore or whatever you want to buy, there's money to buy it. You want to buy a house, you just buy it. You want to buy a car, just buy it. You don't think about your bank balance before you do any purchases. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now that you become so, so rich and, and the, the, the tendency of life is that you push God aside. The tendency of life is that you begin to forget God. You won't pursue God with a certain, because it becomes, instead of coming to church on a Sunday, there's a golf, there's a golf uh, uh, tournament and where the CEOs and all the inventors and all the, you know, the vantage, people in vantageous position are in the tournament. So when you go there, you can make business deals. You can network. So you have gone to learn how to play golf so that you can join and move with the movers and the shakers. So you see, church now becomes... Especially when it comes to the type of church like this, where the young people are jumping up and down, it's like, what is all this? Uh, it's like, it doesn't take all that. Then you begin to think about going to a different church where the, 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 the worship is more calmer and the people are more important. They look more important. They look more dignified. The preaching is all dignified. No shouting, no silly examples, you know, very, very, five, ten minutes, the service is over, and we go home. How many know what I'm talking about? And you begin to give reasons why that is a better option for you because time is money. These people don't understand that you can't come in the church and sit three hours, four hours. What is all this? It doesn't take all that. So, King Uzziah began to introduce idol worship he began to introduce idols in the temple. 
he replaced the 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 holy holy um, what do you call it uh, artifacts that had been used in that he replaced it with devilish images. Hallelujah. So because of that, the presence of God left the temple. See, as pastors, if we are not, if we are afraid of people and we are afraid to call people out because of their wealth, because of their self-importance, we will introduce idol worship into the house of God. I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. We will introduce idol worship into the house of God because you are afraid of certain people. Because if they remove their tithe, the church is going down. So you have to idolize them. The day you preach a certain type of message that affects them. You cannot have a side chick. Immediately the tithe will just drop. Whoop. And then, and then, and then you, you, or when you are preaching and they look at you with a certain look. No. The first, the face was like Immediately, you change the message you are preaching because you know they are trying to tell you something. Because when you preach a certain message, they will call the tell the assistant pastor, tell the pastor to come and see me at lunchtime tomorrow. And then you go to the house. They tell tell the pastor to wait. I'm coming. Wait in my study. So you'll be sitting there, then you come. So, uh, they come on, the, on their phone. Uh, then you bring, an, give me an envelope. They, they come, yeah. So, so uh, as I was saying, then they give it to Pastor. Good, good. Preaching good yesterday. I'll see you. <laughs> then, uh, then they start talking. Yeah. Then you'll be there. Then the uh, butler will come and tell you, he's finished with you. You can go. <laughs> so, Next Sunday when you come and you are preaching, you have to remember that if you go off the envelope, so with that, they introduce idol worship. They introduce things that are not of God into the house of God. And that is what happened to King Isaiah. And when he died, the idol worship died with him. So the presence of God came into the temple again. But alas, the person who replaced King Uzziah was called King Ahaz, 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 I don't quite remember the name. It's a name. And that guy was a wee woo guy. <laughs> <laughs> Kira has been spoiling me. <laughs> the guy also introduced idol was even more evil than Uzziah. He went to fight with Assyria at the time was the, the one that had most power. It was the power nation. And Assyria came to fight to dominate Judah. And Isaiah said, we'll make a treaty with you. If you let us introduce idol worship into your temple, then we will not kill you. So they introduced idols into the, more idols than Uzziah did. 
So now the church was all idolized. Idols everywhere. And then this guy, because of him, God's anger came upon the church. And one day Israel came to fight Judah. And 120,000 people were killed in one day. Israel and Judah are brothers. They don't fight each other. Are you with me? But see, when God is angry with you, he can turn even your wife against you. Are you listening to this? I'm giving you a story. This is a story. Read your Bible to bless you. It's not a movie, it's a Bible, Bible that I'm... <laughs> okay. These two people must leave here. You are spoiling my message. And... So, the, the guy, Hezekiah, was only nine years old when he saw what his father did. And how it affected Judah. Nine-year-old boy. Sometimes when you are misbehaving, you think your children don't see. But they are seeing your misbehavior. And they are learning something from it. So, check the guy's name for me. And I think it's A-H-A-H. Z AI or something. I, I struggle to pronounce the, the guy's name. So this guy died, right? And at the age of 25, King Hezekiah was installed as the king of Judah. And when he came on the throne, Second Kings, go to Second Kings. 29. When the guy came on the throne, he decided that no, I've seen some things. Somebody said, I've seen some things. See, you have to learn from the failures of people. Are you with me? Don't always learn from your own failures. Learn from the failures of people. Second Kings 18, he said that he was what? He was 25 years old when he became king and he reigned for 29 years in Jerusalem and his mother was Abby, the daughter of Zechariah. And he did what was right in the sight of the Lord according to all that his father David had done. He removed the high places and broke the sacred pillars cut down the wooden images, brought, broke the pieces, or broke in pieces the bronze serpent that Moses had made. Hallelujah. Now, this guy decided that I'm not going to go where my... Second Chronicles 29. So, after doing... Listen to what he says, verse 5. And Hezekiah said... Listen to me, Levites. Consecrate yourselves now and consecrate the temple of the Lord. The Lord God, your ancestors, 
the God of your ancestors, removed all defilement from the sanctuary. Our parents were unfaithful. They did evil in the eyes of the Lord and forsook him. They turned their faces away from the Lord's dwelling and place, dwelling place and turned their backs on him. They also shut the doors of the portico and put out the lamps. They did not burn incense or present burnt offerings at the sanctuary of Israel. And then it goes, go on, read next verse. Give me the next verse. For our fathers have trespassed and done evil in the eyes of the Lord. They have forsaken him, turned their faces. So he said to them that this is what we are going to do. I want you to remove all the wooden images and go and burn them. For the sake of time, I'm just going to tell you, you can go home and read. Go and burn them. But today I want us to look at how to seek the Lord. How to seek the Lord with a passion. How to seek the Lord. I think last week we, I introduced it, but I want us to go. There's no point in telling you that we need to seek the Lord. I gave you principles. But today I want to talk about how to do it. Hallelujah. Psalm 68. Is it 63? 63 verse 8. He says that my soul follows close behind you. Your right hand upholds me. Give me the King James. He says, my soul followeth hard after thee. Thy right hand upholds me. Give me the amplified. My soul follows hard after you. The amplified says that my whole being follows hard after you and clings closely to you. Your right hand upholds me. Hallelujah. So we are going to look at the how to think and uphold God. Hallelujah. The first thing that you need to do is to rid yourself of the demons, the wooden images, the bad character and bad behavior inside of you. That one, the Holy Spirit can't do it for you. I don't know whether you understood what I said. That one, the Holy Spirit cannot do it for you. See, God has given every one of us our own will. And that will is something that God cannot interfere with. Because if God did that, interfered with your will, then Satan will accuse God that does Job serve thee for naught? Is it not because you have made things work for him? That is why you have forced him to serve you, so he's serving you. It's not his choice. So from that day, God says that everybody, you have free will to serve me in spirit and in truth. Make the choice. What you want to do? Hallelujah. So you see, we want to serve God, but we also don't want to leave our wooden images. We want to serve God, but we can't let go of pornography. We want to serve God, but we can't let go of sleeping with one, a girl or two. Sleeping with a boy or two. We want to serve God, but occasionally we want to drink. We want to go to a nightclub occasionally. 
We want to serve God, but there are some things that we, we they are like wooden images. They are like uh, those, those uh, little gods that Ahaziah or whatever his name and Uzziah introduced into the temple. We are in the temple, but we are in the temple with all our little gods. But you see, Uzziah thought he could serve God with the little idols. So even though he was a good man, it was only a matter of, you see, God is very patient. He will allow you to serve with the little gods. Serve with the wooden images for a while. It's not because he's not a God of justice. He's a God of mercy. So he's giving you mercy and a rope, hoping that you will change. Hoping that you turn around. Uh, how many understand what I'm saying? Are you with me? The church has gone very quiet. The church has gone very quiet, so I'm wondering whether you are with me. Okay. So, 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 he waited for Uzziah. He waited for Uzziah. Uzziah wasn't showing up, so he left the temple. Some, sometimes God waits for us. God waits for us, and then he left. Do you know that the gift of God is without repentance? And the fact that things are working for you, it doesn't mean God is happy with you. You know, Samson, Samson was a, a judge of Israel for 20 years. Samson was very, very strong, even though he didn't have a lot of muscles. Because if he had a lot of muscles, Delilah wouldn't have asked, show me the secret to your strength. Because when you see that person, you know where the strength is. Do you you get it? The guy was not muscular. He was not pumping iron. Even though he could take a a two two big uh, door posts and put it on his back and walk on a hill. If Minister Kelly lifts gates, not this type of doors, big Two big gates, huge gates, city gates, and he puts it on his back and he climbs a hill with it. We we'll ask, where is the secret of your strength? <laughs> are, are you understanding the, the thing? But you see, the thing with Samson, Samson only prayed twice. Two times. Twice. The first time he prayed. He was not even a judge yet. And the last time he prayed was when his eyes had been taken out. And his hair gone. But he was still doing miracles. He was all throughout, he was doing miracles. He was judging Israel for 20 years, doing very powerful in the church. His church was working. His ministry was working. Everything was working. But he was not communicating with the giver of the gift. He was three three women he slept with. Three different he will go and sleep with a prostitute and come and do a convention and heal the sick and raise the dead. Uh, 
I'm telling you that if we don't read ourselves, if we don't read ourselves from the wooden images and the idols, it's only a matter of time. Hallelujah. So Ephesians 4, 20, he says that, but you have not so learned Christ. Ah, let's read on, let's read on. Why is this man showing himself here? If indeed you have learned, you have heard him and have been taught by him, ask the truth is in Jesus. Quickly, we are going far away. Then put off, put off, concerning the former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And put on the new man, which is created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. To put off and to put on. Sister, come with your jacket. So, put the jacket on. It's only you in summer, you have a bomber jacket. You come from far away. <laughs> okay, so he says that concerning the former conduct, put off the old man which is created in corruptness according to the flesh. So put off the old man. So put off the old man. Turn, turn the jacket in, in, inside out. So put off the old man. And now Put on the new man. Uh, Are you you with me? Who is telling her to do that? God is telling her to put off and put on. The reason is because God cannot put it off for her. And God cannot put it on her. Most of us, we are waiting for God to put on righteousness on us. Without realizing that God will never ever put on righteousness. The only thing God can do is to tell you to put it on. The only thing God will say is that put on righteousness. Put away fornication. Put away lying. Put away corruption. Put away cheating. Put away all these type of things. And put on holiness. Hallelujah. Because God has given you your own desire, your own will. If you want to come after me, if you want to follow me, then put off and put on. Tell your neighbor, put off and put on. Ah, I don't know whether you understood it. Did you get it? You need to put off and put on. So, what Hezekiah did was that as soon as he came, he decided to put off. He gathered everything and told them, go and throw it into the valley of, I forget the name of the valley, but if you read 2 Corinthians 29 downwards, you see the the name of the valley down there. Go and throw it far away. Break it and throw it away. Destroy it. In in, uh, Philippians 3, what Paul says that 
I count it as rubbish. So that in three eight, he says that for what what I consider everything lost because of the surpassing worth, I count it as as rubbish. Nobody keeps rubbish. Nobody keeps rubbish. If it is rubbish, you throw it away. The brook of what? Kedron. The brook of Kedron. That's the valley that they went to throw it down. Throw it far away from you. Throw all that behavior far away from you. If you want to pursue God, remember the brook of Kedron. It's a refuse dump. That is where you need to put the wooden images. Hallelujah. Number two thing that you need to do, the second thing you need to do is follow the word of God. Bible says that Hezekiah, he was consistent in following after God, following the word of God. The commandments that God had given, Hezekiah followed it. Joshua 22.5 says that, but be very careful to obey all the commands and instructions that Moses gave to you. Love the Lord your God. Walk in his ways. Obey his commands. Hold firm to him and serve him with all your heart and all your soul. Where have we heard that before? A lawyer came to Jesus one day and said, what is the first and the greatest commandment? And Jesus said, you shall love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. You have to learn to follow hard after him. Not partial, but hard after God. We need to learn how to follow hard after him. What does the word of God say? What is he saying to me? What commandment has he given me? What is he, does he want me to do? Whatever he wants me to do, that is what I'm going to do. Not what I want to do. Where he says we will go. What he says we will do. Never fear, only trust and obey. Trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust. When we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, what a glory he shares on our way. While we do his good will, he abides with us still. Never fear, only trust and obey. Trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. You don't obey what you don't trust. The only reason why you obey something is because you trust in it. Hallelujah. That is why it's very good to share your testimony. Because what you, your testimony gives somebody the ability to trust that God is able to do. Hallelujah. Because we need to trust in order to obey. That's why the scripture says that without 
faith, it's impossible to please God. Because if you want to please, you must trust. Hallelujah. How many understand what I said? You must learn to trust. How can you trust without faith? Number three, prayer. Prayer draws you closer to God. Just as communication draws two people together and makes them become from platonic friends to serious friends to be in a relationship and then to become uh, engaged and to become married, so does prayer also draw you closer to God. Are you with me? If you don't, if you become like something, you pray twice in 20 years. They'll pluck your eyes out. I was wondering why they took his eyes out. Have you not wondered? Where did he say his strength was again? The head, strength is in the hair. You have taken the hair out. So it means that the strength is gone. But why do you have to take the eyes out? Have you thought about it? Do you want me to tell you why they took their eyes out? I'll tell you that next week. (laughs) Come to church next week, I'll tell you the secret why his eyes were taken out. But learn to pray. Amen. Learn to pray. Learn to pray. Learn to pray. Learn to pray. That is why in a church like this, we encourage people to pray. Encourage. Anytime there's opportunity to pray, join. Lunch hour, 12 to 1, join to pray. Uh, Fridays, join to pray. Commanding your month, join to pray. Learn how to pray. Because the more you pray, the more you communicate with God. And the more you communicate with God, the closer you become with him. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? And the more intimate you get. Number four. Heart after the man of God. Oh, yeah. um, I need a camp meeting to do this one. You see, for those of you who haven't been coming to church on uh, Wednesdays, the reason why Satan always fights you relating to the pastor is because when you relate with the pastor, then it draws you closer to God. So he brings dogs to bite you so that he can't follow the man of God. Uh, I don't know whether you understood. I've given a very big insight. I don't know whether you got it. You know, because see, when I say, oh, as for me, I only worship God. I pray to God. I read the Bible. That is good. But that alone, Satan is not afraid of you reading the Bible and praying to God. He's not afraid of it. So he will leave you. Okay, read. But don't have a relationship with the pastor. Be angry with him. Be offended by him so that it cuts that. In John chapter 14, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me, which means that even though you have prayer, even though you have the word of God, you cannot come to the Father but through me. Jesus was a man. He was a shepherd. And when he was leaving, he left 
serve shepherds in that same instruction applies. I don't know whether you understood what I'm saying. I don't know whether you understand what I'm trying to say. No man. The word no man means what? No man. No man comes to the Father except through me. No man can become educated without a teacher. They are under books. Can't you read? See whether you can understand pharmacology without a teacher. Go to the library yourself and educate yourself into medicine. Learn pharmacology. Learn what? Anatomy, physiology, biochemistry, pathology, microbiology. The ontology is not part of it. Move to the side. <laughs> take take, take, take the, the textbook yourself. I'm, going, I'm challenging everybody in this room. After we leave here, go and take the textbook to learn pathology and go into the library. And after uh, next week, we are going to examine you to see whether you pass pathology test without a teacher. Don't we have the textbook? The Bible is the textbook we are all reading from. How many understand what I'm saying? Without a teacher, you will never ever know God. Read the Bible and see whether you know God by yourself. So Paul says that follow me as I follow Christ. Hallelujah. How many understand what I'm trying to say? Without a teacher, you are going nowhere to happen. And so what Satan does the most is that brings offense between you and the teacher. Let the teacher annoy you. So from that day going, you have no relationship with the teacher. When you go to a class and you are angry with the teacher and you won't listen to what the teacher is saying, you are failed. I'm angry, so I don't go to lectures. The, the teacher is boring me. I will go to the library instead and go and read myself. You read and sleep. And sleep and read. And read and sleep. And sleep and read. And at the end of the day, when the exam comes, what's going to happen? Oh, give me my scriptures. Jesus said, all of you will be made to this to stumble because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will scatter. Are you with me? He says that Satan's, Satan knows that without the shepherd, the sheep will scatter. So his main aim is to send dogs and the dogs will bite you so that you will not make it to become a follower I had follow after Christ. I don't have time, but I'll tell you the story of Ruth. Bible says that Ruth lost her two sons and her husband. Uh, uh, Naomi lost her two sons and her husband. So um, 
she said to her daughters-in-law that return to your gods because I have no more children left to marry you. So when this happened, Opa kissed and wept bitterly, kissed her mother-in-law Naomi and went after her gods. Now the tragedy is that when Opa left, Opa left into oblivion because there was no teacher. And Ruth said, entreat me not to leave you. Don't ask me to leave you. Your people shall be my people. Your God shall be my God. Where you die, I will die. Where you are buried, I'll also be buried. I'm not going anywhere. I am following hard after you. So, Ruth begat Jesse. Jesse begat Obed. Obed begat Jesse. Jesse begat David. David begat Solomon. Then it goes on. Solomon begat Solomon. This one begat and begat Jesus Christ. So, because one followed hard after the woman of God, the teacher, they became prominent. One kissed the teacher and went because of offense. And they went into the shadows. And they were dead. We didn't hear of Opa again. Opa just fizzled out. Hallelujah. So anybody that poisons your pastor against you is Satan. You didn't hear what I said. I'll say it again. I'll say it again. Anybody that poisons you against your pastor is Satan himself. Philippians chapter 3 verse 1. Let's look at it. I'm just I'm not preaching it. We are looking at it. We are not in Wednesday. Don't worry. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. For me to write the same things to you is not tedious, but for you, it is safe. Beware of beware of evil workers. Beware of what? The mutilation. If you want to know who these people are, you should be on Wednesday service. Because we have looked at all of them on Wednesday service. And you see, all these people... In the days of uh, Jesus, they were the Pharisees, they were the Sadducees, they were the scribes. Yeah. He says that Jesus is a wine bibber, a, a drunkard, a, task, a friend of sinners. They said Paul was in ministry for money. He was sleeping with the young girls. That is why God gave him a thorn in his flesh. Say, he, he, this guy is not a correct guy. Let me move away from this guy. <laughs> Let me move away from this guy. He's not a correct guy. 
Hallelujah. So I beg you, I beg you, you need a teacher. Without a teacher, you are going nowhere to happen. Every level of closeness to God, you need a teacher. Every level of closeness to God, you need a teacher. Every level of closeness with God, you need a teacher. If you lose a teacher, that's it. How many understand what I'm saying? You lose a teacher, you've lost your way. Yes, you have a Bible. Yes, you can pray. By praying at home and read the Bible at home will get, take you nowhere closer to heaven than closer to Buckingham Palace from where I'm standing. Hallelujah. Do you get it? Let me give you the next, the last one that we'll go home. <laughs> The way people look at my face, like, <laughs> mercy. Spend time with fellow Christians. Don't isolate yourself. Don't let offense make you isolated. Are you with me? Iron sharpens iron, so a man the countenance of his brother. And they were devoted to the apostles' doctrine and in prayer and in fellowshipping together. And that is why the church in Acts chapter 2, verse 42, became strong. Because they followed, they followed, they were in church all the time. They were having fellowship all the time. And the last one is that work in the house of God. Stand to your feet. 